Hello, and welcome to this episode of Focal Points by Enphoto. I'm your host, Dory Howell, and we have a special treat for you today. Our first guest on the podcast, Shamika Shadi. Shamika is a fine art portrait photographer based in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, and I love this conversation with her where she sheds a little bit of light into her business of creating incredible, incredible wonderful fine art images that are put together with such thought and vision that if you don't know Shamika Shadi, you need to go check her out. You can find her at Aria Rose Photography, pretty much on Instagram, Facebook, or website, the whole bit. And if you want to look at her images, I suggest you start with her website first because they absolutely are stunning. I was suggested to have Shamika on the website by a friend at Enphoto. They said, you need to talk to this photographer. And I'm so glad that I did. So welcome to this episode of the Focal Points Podcast brought to you by Enphoto, where we feature Shamika Shadi of Aria Rose Photography. You are listening to Focal Points, a podcast by Enphoto hosted by Dory Howell. You're in the right place to learn how to build a dynamic and sustainable photography business that you love. Well, welcome to the Focal Points podcast brought to you by our friends at Enphoto. And I'm very excited, as you heard in the introduction, that I am sitting here with Shamika Shadi. And Shamika is a fine art photographer in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. And I have one very, very important starting question for you, Shamika. Okay. I saw this on Instagram and my heart kind of sunk a little bit, but I just want to ask you like, really in sync over the Backstreet Boys? Really? <laughs> really? <laughs> I don't even know if we can be uh, friends. Like, I saw that and I'm like, oh, that's so disappointing. <laughs> okay. But let's, 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 let's think about it though. NSYNC does have more hits than Backstreet Boys. Yeah. Yeah, they do. I'll give they you do. That. So, like, if you like put them together, I I love Backstreet Boys. Don't get me wrong. I love I love oh, Backstreet yeah, Boys. I yeah. uh, love you, Nick, uh, <laughs> and AJ. AJ is my favorite. AJ, right? right. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, if we're just being honest, like Backstreet Boys, you know, they have a few good jams, and like I can probably count them on both hands. But in sync, they just have so many and like they grew with me so like okay. as I got older their music got older and then to the point where you know Justin did his solo thing mm-hmm. and even um JC did his solo thing for like a split mm-hmm. second but <laughs> um yeah it's just I, whenever I choose like artists like that it's it's more so who has more hits and who has the better hits okay. Backstreet Boys all they right were I guess I <laughs> I'll still be your friend. We can continue this now. You know, it's it's all good. I I um. It's okay. You're not the only one that like <laughs> calls me out on it. <laughs> They're like, really? I'm just like, yeah. I gotta I gotta go with NSYNC. They have a lot okay, more. Okay. It's. Well, let's let's talk photography for a little bit because as, okay. as everybody heard in the introduction, um, Shamika is located in the Dallas Fort Worth area, and she is creating an incredible name for herself. As a fine art photographer, specifically when she's doing these goddess sessions. And I want to beg you, if you are listening to this podcast and you have not checked out her work on Instagram, you must do that. As soon as this podcast is over, you must go check her work out. Because when I was given her name as someone to call uh, to come be on the podcast, like you need to really go check this out. I opened up my phone and I looked it up and literally my jaw dropped. The images are stunning absolutely stunning so well, thank you. 
I just wanted to take a minute and ask you a few questions about your business and your journey in photography. And then we'll talk about a little bit more about how you create this beautiful art. But tell me a little bit how you got started in photography and, and where has this journey led you so far? So it's really funny because everybody always thinks that I have like some grand story, but I just like any other mom, I wanted to capture the memories of my children. I grew up in a family where we did a lot of things and my mom was always taking pictures or my dad had the camcorder. So I just grew up with my memories being captured on film or on stills. And um, as my kids got older, like I just was, well, as I, when I had my second child, I was just like, you know, I want to start capturing pictures. So I actually just picked up a camera to start taking pictures of my kids and then fell in love with it. I was already in love with art. My older brother, he's an artist. And then my younger sister, they're artists, but they actually can draw. I can't draw a stick figure to save my life. Mm-hmm. But yeah. um, I've always been in love with photography, mostly landscape and wildlife mm-hmm. photography. Mm-hmm. And um, I just started playing around and I was like, I wonder what would happen if I do this or if I do that. And that's pretty much how I got started. It's like no grand thing. I just wanted to take pictures of my You were a mom with a camera. You yeah, I was a mom camera, with a camera. Right? So. Me too. Me too. That's how I started. People ask me, they expect, oh, I went to art school and did this. And I always had this calling. No, I had a kid. And then yeah. my husband got me. You know, then my husband got me a really great camera and Mm -hmm. that's all she wrote. That's, you know, that's how that started. So you started out, did you start out with an idea that you wanted to be a fine art photographer? Did you know what that was or how did that evolve for you? So if you ask anybody that knows me, everybody says like, I'm a big kid. Like I Mm -hmm. am an adult, like I'm a child in an adult's body. So um, when I say I wanted to capture the memories of my children, like I wanted to like, we're really big into imagination, pretending like I am the type of mom that like I keep all the Halloween costumes so we can play dress up later. Mm-hmm. And like, so me and my son would play like Peter Pan and Wendy. So whenever I started, no, I had no clue what fine art photography was. I'm completely self-taught. I just knew I wanted to do something different, especially because right now, children are we're in like the technology age so Mm -hmm. I felt like a lot of children were not using their imagination they relied on tablets and Mm -hmm. gaming systems and tv to do it for them and Mm -hmm. I wanted to I I really started out doing composite like so I jumped from just taking pictures of my children to learning composites and um I actually decided I just decided to invest in myself. And I was like, if I'm going to do this, then I'm really going to do this. Um, And I decided to take my first photography workshop, which was a Tara Lesher photography workshop, which is where she just does compositing. I met Tara. We hit it off great. We still talk to this day. Mm -hmm. And I still consider her one of my mentors. And um, yeah, she was awesome. And I just started doing that. And then I don't know, like I just changed. I just wanted something more. And like, I've always been a nerd. And I've always liked museum art. I've always mm-hmm. been a fan of like Rembrandt. And mm-hmm. I've always been a fan of century art. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to pretty much just do what they did in paintings, but with digital Okay. Art. 
So when I look at your images, these are obviously not composites that you're doing now, right? <laughs> yeah. These are not. So right. if, if someone's hiring you to have a picture taken of their child, how does that collaborative process work? I would imagine that they, they just don't call you and say, yeah, I want a picture like that. And then you pull a, a costume out of the closet and you make it happen. It's There has to be some sort of give and take when someone is hiring you for this type of portraiture, Right. Right. With my photography business, everything is about an experience. So when I do get clients who call me, usually it's really funny because usually what my clients will say is, I don't know what I want, but I know I want something. I want something along these lines. And so I have them come into the studio. We'll like talk about ideas. We create what I call like an inspiration board or a mood board. And Mm -hmm. it's like pretty much a Pinterest board. And, um, Things like that, but I talk to their kids too, and I and I ask them, um, like when I'm talking to the parent on the phone, I'll ask them, tell me about your kid, what do they like, and I say, you know, like what do they like to do? If you were to peek into their room and they were playing by themselves, what would they be doing? And then we go off of that, um, and then of course they come to the studio. Um, usually the little girls are just like. Oh my gosh, once they see like my dressing room and they see all these dresses and then mm-hmm. I just I most of the time like the parents will say that they want to do something but then when the child comes into the studio and they pick out a dress or something, I create something around the dress but still the okay. child's personality. Okay. So, it's a group effort with mom, dad and the children. Okay. Is the idea when they come in is that you looking for one are you shooting for that one statement art piece for the wall? Are you shooting for an album? How does how does that come into how you shoot the session? I shoot for wall art and I also okay. shoot for folio boxes. Folio boxes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I don't do albums. I okay. do folio boxes because I feel like it's like a loose leaf album. Mm-hmm. And it still can create that story, but it's also a story that you don't have to sit and flip through. You can mm-hmm. place it around your home. So um, that's I still offer albums, but mm-hmm. whenever I explain it to my clients that way, they always choose the right. the folio boxes because they can have maybe two or three out, and then next month change it to another sure. set and sure. and things like that. So. That's so great because a lot of times when I'm coaching with my clients, a lot of times they get stuck in the fact that they don't know what clients want. So they don't know what to sell them or what to offer them. And I always say, I'm like, listen, they're going to want what you want to sell them because that's what you're passionate about. I'm not a folio box person. I'm an album person. So that's what I lean towards. And that's what people purchase from me. But it's so interesting when I talk to different photographers, everyone has kind of a different slant and everyone likes to sell different things. And clients will buy into what you think is best for the images that you are making for them. Right. So my next question is where, what do you personally find most rewarding about this, creating this art for your clients? Seeing my art printed. <laughs> okay, so it's the printing process? Yes, it's the, that's okay. my favorite part. Um, my my two favorite parts are editing, which is really funny because most photographers that you talk to, that's, that's not, editing is not their favorite part. I would part. rather like, rip out my is, fingernails. No, yeah, no, like no, no, actually no. doing the shoot is usually their favorite part. Right. But um, for me, editing is very relaxing. But I do, like all of my edits are hand edits. So yeah. I'm literally sitting there with my um, Wacom tablet. 
and I'm I listen to music and I mm-hmm. just sit there and I edit and I'm a perfectionist and you know I go over the lines and everything like that. So, um, but I really enjoy when my clients' products come to my studio and I get and you to get look to open them. them up. Yeah, and then I get to look at them and then uh, make sure that they're good, which they're always good. But, you know, Mm -hmm. it's also an excuse for me to, like, look at it before (laughs) my Mm -hmm. client. Um, And then most of the time, it's really funny because most of the time, like, I'll see the product and then I'll end up figuring out which image is is my favorite based off of how it's printed. And then Mm -hmm. I usually get it, like, as a sample for my my studio and um, things like that. But I just, I love seeing my work printed. Because I can be like, okay. I did that. And then knowing right. that it's going to be in a client's home and mm-hmm. for everybody else to see, it's kind of mm-hmm. like, it, it is pretty much like you going to a museum and you don't know the artist, but you get to see the artist's work. And just mm-hmm. knowing that my work is being seen, I don't know, it just gives me joy. It's like, it's like I'm like an old century painter or, or something. Like just, this is a Shamika Shadi portrait mm-hmm. over here right. to your right. <laughs> do you ever do do you ever do gallery shows or anything like that? So, you're like the 15th million person <laughs> that asked me that. Mm-hmm. I'm looking into it like I I have clients that ask me, I have other photographers yeah. that ask me, you know, and I'm also very like very modest like I like I like my work, you know, but I'm also my own worst critic. So, <laughs> Okay, I'm just going to stop you right now because, and I know you've heard this, this, this before is it, um, yeah, millions of other people will like your work too. You you should do some gallery shows. And the thing is you could do it so easily. Your clients would come and support you because they love yeah. what you've created. My and clients would, have like told me, they're like, if you want, if you're going to do a gallery and you want to use our portraits and you're, mm-hmm. you're more than welcome to just let us know when you're doing it so we can see mm-hmm. it and we could be like, oh yeah, that's, that's me or that's my kid or, or, yeah. um, you know, things like that. But you know, it's really funny because like I love doing it for clients, but I also it's it's kind of like I more so do it for myself. It's just a, a creative outlet for me. I like mm-hmm. I like being creative. And mm-hmm. what a lot of my clients and other photographers don't know is the majority of my sets I create. So mm-hmm. like I, I create most of my props, um, my dresses that I don't create my dresses, but I have a specific thought in my head on mm-hmm. the shoot and I, I get them custom made. Like I work okay. with the designers and get the majority of everything in my dressing room is custom made Okay, be, to go with whatever I'm thinking. So what comes first, the client or the creative idea? The client. The client. So when you're yeah. working with a client and then what is your, since you are getting things custom made and you are designing your sets and you're doing all this stuff, which I imagine takes a lot of time. What does your, what does your timeline look like from first initial inquiry to maybe session date and then all the way to product delivery? How, how long of a timeline are we talking about here? So it really honestly depends on my client. Um, okay. It, because of pricing and everything, Mm -hmm. it just depends on, um, my client. Cause I'm really flexible. Like, um, I also offer like 
payment plans mm-hmm. and things like mm-hmm. that. So some of my clients, they they know this is something that they want to do. They understand that photography is an investment. And yes. so because it's something that they really want to do, they are more than willing to do payment plans. Mm-hmm. I have clients who pay in full and mm-hmm. we can get their, um, I my requirement is at least two months in advance before their actual session date. So I need okay. a minimum of two months to okay. plan out their session. And that's for in case I need to get something custom made, mm-hmm. um, in case I need to make something for their set, and in case anything changes because people change their mind um, yes, on they what do. they want and things like that. So I'm constantly checking in with my clients and mm-hmm. making sure like, okay, yeah, so this is what we're going to do. And like, I have one client that's at the end of the month and like her Pinterest board has changed like 10 times. <laughs> right. So, so do, you, do you suggest... Is that the Pinterest board that you're giving her or is the one that she's giving you for ins- for inspiration? We collaborate. You collaborate together on we that. We collaborate together. So it's okay. it's a team effort. And I, mm-hmm. I tell my clients that um, although I'm their photography concierge, I mm-hmm. also oh, I love expect- that. Yeah. That's great. I love yeah, that term. So I, might, although I'm I, might, I might steal it. I might steal it. <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> like, yeah, that's what I tell all my clients. Like, I tell them, like, they can be there as their own photography concierge. I'm with mm-hmm. them every step of the way. Any questions, they can text me. They can call me. They can, you know, whatever. They email me. Um, but I do give them homework, and I do expect okay. them to do that homework. Okay. Um, that's something that I tell my clients. I, it's an experience. So. Mm-hmm. What is an experience if I'm the one doing, I'm the only one, if I'm doing all the work, then I'm the only one getting the experience. So right. I want. And, and you've probably it. been there, done that. Like you don't need this experience over yeah. and over <laughs> and over again, right? Yeah. And, so, yeah. Um, and then it keeps them excited. It keeps them mm-hmm. excited because then they can see, not only do they see my ideas come to life, but they're also seeing their ideas come to life. So right. we collaborate. They trust me to tell them, yes, this is going to work or no, this is not going to work, or this is something that we can do, or -hmm. this is something that we can't do. Or, Mm -hmm. you know, like, yes, I can edit that. No, I can't. No. Okay. No. So what's the weirdest (laughs) request you've ever gotten? I don't think I've ever gotten, like, a weird request. Like, um. Oh, come on. I'm, like, really trying to think. (laughs) Nothing? Other than, like, live animals. Um, because a lot of the times, Mm -hmm. because even though I don't do full composites anymore, I still do Mm -hmm. semi composites. So a lot of the times when, when clients look like I I talked to a client earlier today and she was just like, I like this picture with this, this, with the girl and the owl, but I don't know if I'm brave enough to hold an owl. And I was like, the owl wasn't there. (laughs) She's like, she was like, Oh, and I was just like, yeah, no, I don't, I don't. I don't do live animals and we're not, we're not um, bringing know, in an owl. Yeah. Right? I was like, the, right? that was like not really there. And she was like, could you imagine oh. asking like a seven year old here, hold this owl. Yeah. Right? <laughs> right. Or even like a grown adult. Like I do adults now too. And like, mm-hmm. they'll, you know, um, yeah, no, like, yeah. Like I, if, if I got a weird request, it would be like whenever I very first started, like probably okay. some, some slimming or something. Like, yeah. yeah. Like when I used to do family sessions that's pretty much where I got like over the top. Yeah. Um, weird things. Um, yeah. My, my weirdest request and people know this if they follow me on Instagram and cause I I've done several reels about it and everything is the fact when the mother asked me to remove the newborn baby's belly button, just remove it. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, no. I'm not going to do that. Like, that's just weird. That's not. Okay. 
But, you know. I have questions. <laughs> I would yeah. not have questions. I would be like, no, but yeah. I have questions about why mm-hmm. you want me to remove the the belly button mm-hmm. when we all have well, it was, it, you know, it was, it hadn't, it was a newborn baby, so it hadn't necessarily fallen off yet. So right. what I, what I tried to communicate to her and it wasn't like one that, you know, some of them are kind of big and some right. of them are, it, it was a small, normal sized one. And I just said, you know, this is one of the true telltale signs of how little your baby was right. at this point in time. Like there's very few things that like really kind of date a, a child. One is the, the pinpricks on the heel. Mm. Because if you can capture the pinpricks on the heel, you know, that's from their first blood draw and everything. And then it's the belly button. And she just, she's like, no, just, I just remove it. The whole thing, just remove it. And, and I just had to say, I'm so, I'm sorry. That's not something that I can do. And they, you know, it is what it is. And they still purchased a nice purchase and I couldn't complain, but it's just one of those weird requests. And I think every photographer probably has something in the back of their mind when someone says, oh yeah, the request of the removal of the belly button. Like I got that. (laughs) Yeah. Like I can't No, Like I would have to like, is it, you know what it probably is. It probably is like those kinds of things. I like put it so far in my brain. So it's like a traumatic response. I've had some traumatic, like, Oh yeah. yeah. Like, like I always tell people because something that people I guess think is like entrepreneur life is roses. And I'm just like, yeah, it's not for the week. It is, it is not for the week. Um, Mm -hmm. that, you know, you hear like at Walmart, Oh, the customer's always right. Like that is, that has to be instilled in your brain when you own your own business, no Mm -hmm. matter what. And I was just like, no, you have some. And even if they're wrong, you need to find a way to communicate with them to make them think they're right. And that is a challenge. That's um, something that I know so many photographers struggle with. I see it in the Facebook groups all the time. Like, how do I address this? How do I say this? How do I tell my client this? And I think one thing that you have probably, I'm going to assume, have gotten really good as at the beginning of the process, you set your policies and you set your boundaries pretty clearly so that if you do that at the beginning and your communication is on point with your client, you don't have those problems that seem to creep up at the end. So along that line, before we wrap up here, I want to ask you, what do you feel in your particular line of work? Because you're selling products and you're doing a very, very custom, unique experience for every single client that comes into your studio. And that's what you're known for. What do you feel is the most important part of your workflow when it comes to setting up these sessions with your clients for success? Meeting your client's expectations, <laughs> like whatever okay. expectations you set, okay, you need to meet them. Right, communication. That is that's something I'm still working on, like every day. Especially right, as you right. get more clients, like you you have to do make sure you're communicating and and everything like that. Um, and then just being professional, no matter what, like mm-hmm. you. You might, because your client could come in and they could seem like they're going to be the best client ever. And then the day of their session, they can, it could be a bad day for them, Mm -hmm. bad morning, they've been stressed out. And then like, of course, you're going to be like one of the first people that they see. So they might, you know. um, Especially I would think in your situation where they've been prepping for this for at least two months. Yes. Like this is a big deal. This is not a small financial obligation. No. They're, you know, either they're getting their image taken or they're bringing their child in. And then once you bring a child into the picture that ramps up the, the, Anxiety. I don't want to say tech, 
the anxiety or the tension, because what if your right. kid's having a bad day and right. they don't understand, you know, Hey, mommy's about to invest thousands and thousands of dollars in this experience right. for us to have hanging on the wall forever. And you don't like the way your shoes fit this morning. Like, right. <laughs> and that really, could really be that simple. We know that if, especially if you have children, you know, it can be something really, really simple that sets them off. So I love that client communication and And I love the fact that just in in general, just my biggest thing is even with my hair and makeup team that I hired, Mm -hmm. like we are here to make our clients feel good no matter what. Um, and that is my biggest thing is I tell the, my team, like anything that's going on, Outside of this, when you step into the studio door, nothing is going on. The yeah, you, yeah. there there is nothing else going on on the outside world. Your focus is the client. Um, no matter what is going on, take a deep breath. And like sometimes, like I understand things happen, and we'll talk about it before the the client gets here, and we'll like mm-hmm. talk about it. And mm-hmm. I'm like, it's gonna be okay. But it's just making the client because they are. You don't want them to have buyer's remorse. That right. is the worst po- possible right. thing as an entrepreneur that you can have is a client who has buyer's remorse. So you right. have to make them feel good every step of the way. You have to make them feel good about their purchase. So it all comes down to client communication, client relationship, mm-hmm. um, customer service, and just making them feel good. I love that so much. Well, my last question is really easy, and it's not as hard as the Backstreet Boys and NSYNC question that I asked at the beginning of our time together. But I would love, can you please tell people where they can find you to see your beautiful artwork? Yeah, so um, you can find me at www.ariarosephotography.com. Um, mm-hmm. I have Facebook. Uh, you can find me at um, Aria Rose Photography on Facebook and Aria Rose Photography on Instagram. Okay. Yeah. Pretty easy. Aria Rose photography. Right? <laughs> Aria Rose photography all around. There you go. I mean, or Dallas, if you just go to the website, then you can, you'll have access you can, to the Facebook right. and the Instagram. <laughs> right. So if you're going to go check her out, which I highly suggest that you do, this is how I suggest you do it. Don't bother with Instagram. Don't bother with Facebook. Head straight to the website where you can see these images big and glorious. And you can see the detail that goes into them because they truly are jaw dropping images, especially if you are a fine art photographer or you want to be a fine art photographer. Now, one thing Shamika hasn't said, but I'm going to um, disclose that now, is she actually does one-on-one coaching for this type of art. So if that's something that you're interested in, you can reach out to her through her website and get more information on how she can help you be an awesome fine art photographer in whatever type of images that you want to put out into the world and for your clients. So Shamika, I lied. I do have one more question and it is, <laughs> it is very, very simple. Um, what is your favorite and photo product to offer your clients? What do they seem to really love? It would have to be the folio box. That okay. is absolutely, that's my favorite. And that is my client's favorite. It's something, especially the acrylic prestige. That Aren't is pretty? my, yeah, it's yeah. my top seller. is even though like my clients I tell them we can customize this any way you like I actually have samples of Mm -hmm. pretty much like different sizes of of folio boxes and Mm -hmm. different styles but the one that they always go towards is the acrylic prestige because not only is it acrylic on the front but then they get to choose an image to go on the front and then then when they open it then it's it's just beautiful images inside and a usb and everything like that um i that's why i i probably have too many samples but i just love it so much that i keep buying well 
I love samples too. I have so many samples. And speaking of samples, if you are not an Infidel client and you would like a 75% discount off your first sample, you know where to go. Head to our show notes page for that link at blog.enfoto.com slash podcast. That's blog.enfoto.com slash podcast. Hit the link to get that 75% discount. You absolutely will not be disappointed at anything you get as a sample from Enfoto. I can say that 100%. So, and I think Shamika can probably say that too. Yeah. So, all right. <laughs> I well, always Shemika, just go on there and I'm just like, what kind of samples can I get this time? Yeah. It's all so pretty. Yeah. Like, I'm just like, what do I want to do? (laughs) Well, Shamika, I appreciate your time today so very, very much. Thank you for giving us a little peek behind the curtain and how you run your studio and how you treat your clients and create this incredible imagery. I appreciate your your time and um, I can't wait to speak soon. Of course. Thank you for having me. Thank you for joining us today. Don't forget to head over to the show notes page at blog.enphoto.com slash podcast. That's blog.enphoto.com slash podcast. Get the download for this program and link to a wonderful, wonderful 75% off special for your first sample order from Enphoto. You don't want to miss it.